Wales. Such amazing creatures. What are they saying about us? What can we learn from them? And now, here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Welcome back to the Dharmic Evolution. Something a little different for us today. I am so saturated with uh, horrible news constantly. I had to do something different. So um, before we get into it, go over to dharmicevolution.com and sign up for your favorite go-to podcast platform. This way, when the show comes out, every Friday morning, you will be notified immediately. So what's the good news about? It is that the humpback whale is making a comeback. Humpback? Comeback? I love it. And uh, there's something to be learned from this. We uh, hunted them to extinction uh, not too long ago, and now they are starting to thrive. The populations are back. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I wanted something bright and good news that you know, there's something good happening on this planet. It's been bad news for months and months now, so I think we need a little a little good news. I think most people know that the uh, whales were hunted, you know, years and years and decades and decades, and as much as 100 years, 200 years ago. A population of humpback whales in the South Atlantic has rebounded from the brink of extinction. According to a new study published in October of uh, 2019 in the peer-reviewed journal Royal Society Open Science, the western South Atlantic humpback population has grown to 25,000. Researchers believe this new estimate is close to pre-whaling numbers. Thanks to the 20th century whaling industry and other factors, By the 1950s, the population of western South Atlantic humpbacks was down to only around 450 whales left. Protections were put in place in the 1960s, and in the mid-1980s, the International Whaling Commission issued a moratorium on all commercial whaling, offering further safeguards for the struggling population. The new study reports that the population of South Atlantic humpbacks has recovered to about 90% of its historic population. NOAA's Alex Zerbini, lead author of the study, said that these findings come as good news, providing an example of how an endangered species can come back from near extinction. You know, the reason I'm, I'm getting into whales today is because... Uh, Again, I feel like we need good news, and I feel like we need a success, and we have not had many successes. So is there something that we can learn from the whales? I think there is. I think there's some good things to learn. Uh, Whales are very, very cool, as we know. There are seven southern hemisphere population of humpbacks reported by the BBC. 
each of which can be described by their distinct genetics and migratory behavior. This particular group has a winter breeding ground off the coast of Brazil and travels through sub-Antarctic and Antarctic waters in summer to gorge on the region's swarm of krill crustaceans. For the study, the researchers incorporated detailed records from the whaling industry at the outset of commercial exploitation to get a good idea of the size of the original population. Current population estimates are made from a combination of air and ship-based surveys along with advanced modeling techniques. The study also suggested that the revival of South Atlantic humpbacks may have ecosystem-wide impacts. Whales compete with other predators like penguins and seals for krill as their primary food source. Krill populations may further be impacted by warming waters due to climate change, compressing their range closer to the poles. The recovery of humpback whales in the western South Atlantic has the potential to modify the structure of the ecosystems in their feeding habitats around South Georgia and the South Sandwich Islands. For this reason, it is important to continue monitoring the abundance and potential shifts in distribution to understand how krill and their predators, including whales, will respond to effects from climate change and whether these effects will impact their populations. Bottom line, a new study reports that after being close to extinction, a population of humpback whales in the South Atlantic has rebounded. I can hear the celebration now. They're toasting. I wonder what they're thinking of us. You know, besides the garbage and all that, I mean, this this is a milestone. I'm going to get to the garbage in another episode um, about the great uh, North Pacific garbage patch. I'm going to do that in another episode to um, let you guys know what is going on. You'll be astonished at what's going on with the garbage in the oceans. It's nowhere near what anybody thought it was. Anyway, back to the positive news today um, with the humpback whales coming back in the South Atlantic. What about other parts of the world? How about Australian waters? Humpback whales make a comeback in Australian waters as numbers rebound. Whale populations have rebounded up to 90% of pre-whaling numbers in Australian waters and should no longer be officially considered a threatened species, new research has found. The review of scientific research found humpback numbers off the west coast of Australia had increased at a rate of about 9% a year since 2012 and about 10% a year on the east coast. The increase is among the highest documented in the world, the paper said, and shows no indication of diminishing. The West Coast population has recovered to approximately 90% of their known pre-whaling numbers, said corresponding author on the paper, Professor Lars Bajer from Murdoch University. Similarly, the East Coast population recovered to 63% of its known pre-whaling population. Our point here was, we are really keen to bring out a successful story, Bajer told Guardian Australia. 
it's usually all doom and gloom in marine conservation, and it's very depressing and demoralizing for managers, politicians, NGOs, and the general public. So what we wanted to do here was say there are rare occasions where it works, so don't give up. So what does that say to us as uh, human beings? You know, it, these things that this is not covered by the news like in a big way, it's not sensationalism or whatever, um, but this is exciting. It's exciting to know that something is working, that, you know, we put in place, we recognize our failures in overfishing and destroying the whale populations. We did something about it, and look what's happening. Um, pretty exciting news. So let me continue. Many decades of legal and illegal whaling, be beginning in the 19th century and increasing as whaling technology modernized, saw populations severely diminished among what are now recognized as seven major breeding populations in the Southern Hemisphere. And you remember those ships that they came out, they had the cannons, you know, with the, uh, with the uh, spike on the end of it or the uh, spear attached to the rope. They were, you know, they, they were like exploding these things off the ship. So they, you know, they had radar, sonar. The whales didn't stand a chance. So um, in one example uh, given, the paper detailed one Australian breeding stock group, which was estimated to have been reduced to about 500 whales since 1986. Continual yearly increases have brought it up to an estimated 14,552. The review, conducted by an international team of collaborators and published in the Marine Policy Journal, examined the case for downgrading the species' conservation status due to observed population rebound. It found the Australian humpback whales to be an exemplary model of recovery especially within a marine environment experiencing rapid and concurrent expansion in industrial and exploration activities. Because of this dramatic recovery, the humpback whale no longer requires protection under the Environment Protection and Biodiversity Conservation Act of 1999, as the risk of extinction was extremely unlikely. If humpback whales were removed from the Australian threatened species list, the EPBC Act would still protect them from significant impacts as a matter of national environmental significance, as these whales are a migratory species, Bidger said in a statement. Beyond Australia, the International Whaling Committee manages the global moratorium on commercial whaling, which is essential for the humpback whales' continued success. You know, a little sidebar, so what happened to all these whaling industries? You know, you always wonder about, like, when something it is such a huge industry and they have ships and they have manpower and they're set up as a whole industry and then it's just it's just gone um what happens with that you know it's a little you know it's a little scary if you're in that business but people seem to find other things to do and look at the whaling community thriving just dig it i wonder what those australian whales are saying now <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. By removing humpback whales from the act, 
conservation funding could be reprioritized, she said. While the recovery demonstrates the success of conservation science and management in restoring the severely overexploited species, this success rests ultimately upon the ongoing moratorium on commercial whaling and the limited expansion of special permit whaling. The paper also warned that increased numbers would mean increased interactions with humans and maritime traffic, such as vessel collisions and entanglement with fishing gear, Habitat destruction and cumulative interactions with the whale watching industry were also risks that would grow with the numbers. You know, I hate that when you those nets, that is the worst, man. All these uh, poor animals that die in those nets that shouldn't. Ronnie Ling, president of the Organization for the Rescue and Research of Cetaceans, I mean cetaceans in Australia, said he would probably debate that the increase is as large as the paper suggested and call for the species to remain on the conservation list. Amen to that. All whale species should still be on the threatened species list, Ling said. The whole thing is, once we take something off the threatened species list, we tend to neglect them. Ever since European settlement of Australia, we've neglected a lot of our wildlife. Ling said that there was not enough known about the southern hemisphere waters and what peaks and troughs exist in populations. Once the population stabilizes, then we'll get more an idea of what's actually happening to them, he said. We see it with kangaroos and other terrestrial species. They have booms and busts in their cycles. Ling said he was also concerned that delisting the animal could open up potential loopholes in legislation, allowing actions which could threaten the species. So we'd be right back to uh, hunting and cannons and, you know, with all the modern technology, we could wipe them out all over again. The humpback whale has been downlisted as a threatened species in conservation listings in other regions. Last year, the Canadian government reclassified the North Pacific population to species of special concern. In 2010, a global review by the U.S. National Marine Fisheries Service identified distinct population segments of humpback whales and determined nine, including the east and west coasts of Australia, were not at risk of extinction. And that's the end of that article. And then related stories under this, which I find a little disturbing. Um, Here's one. Japan's war on whales isn't over. The Australian government must keep fighting. And there's there's a whole bunch of whales laying on this ship all dead. North Atlantic right whales may face extinction after no new births recorded. Now, this is February of 2018. Then there's another one here. Seven right whales found dead in devastating blow to endangered animal. Again, that's uh, 2017. And Japan criticized after whale slaughtered in Australian waters. So there's still um, there's still a, a fight, you know, uh, going on. But I, I wanted to present this as the good news of, you know, when we when we take action collectively as a human species, we can do the seemingly impossible. I mean, with 500 whales left, you know, in some of these these population areas um, at one point and now recovering to many, many thousands, and this has happened worldwide because we collectively banded together to say, you know, no more hunting, no more overfishing. So that's a wrap for my, uh, for my whales today. So um, 
I thought you might enjoy hearing some good news about we've we've done something really good collectively as a uh, as a species, and I think the whales appreciate us. You know, they're very intelligent. I just wonder what they really think of us, and what are they saying to one another? What are they communicating to one another about us? They might be more intelligent and more evolved than we are. <laughs> I can only imagine the conversations. Would love to hear it. So in wrapping up today, I just want to ask you folks, if you um, have not yet gone to the Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page, please do so. And also dharmicevolution.com. You can check out uh, so many artists on the site. We're up to 270 some odd shows or whatever. So uh, please do that. And uh, on the community page for Facebook, you can support other artists around the world. And if you would like to be a guest on the Dharmic Evolution you can email me, James, at the jamesoconneragency.com. If, uh, if you're an artist, a serious artist, singer-songwriter, or you're in a band, or you are an author, speaker, thought leader, um, would love to see what you have and see if we can get a date for you. That's a wrap for me today. I just want to wish uh, God's blessings on all of you folks. Um, don't forget to, um, to appreciate the Lord in all that he has done for you. Did you have food last night? Did you have a place to sleep, a place to lay your head? Many people don't have these things that we take for granted. Remember, if you can't appreciate small blessings, do not look for large ones. So next time you're in the water, just uh, your thoughts could say out to the whales there, Thank you, I appreciate you, and speak to me. Speak to me If only with the beating of your heart with me Can you feel the lines of demarcation melt apart I cherish every single color in your silhouette Your presence and your inner voice would always cut right through to 
He's just an old familiar visitor From past campaign 